0: here. This is day 16 of 30 days of intuitive eating. The journey of tuning into and listening to the body's natural wisdom so that we can ditch the diet and stress less when it comes to how we relate with our food because we can just trust. Oh, so much freedom. This journey was created by Megan McElroen with Intention Inspired. And today our intention is to find freedom by releasing opinions of others around our body and our eating habits. Diving right in as we always do with our wonderful host Megan as she explores this intention of being unapologetic. That's the intention for today. I am unapologetic. What does that mean when it comes to relating with our food? Well, let's find out.
1: Hello and welcome back to Intuitive Eating Encouraged. Today, our intention is to be unapologetic and to let go of the opinions of others around our body and our eating habits. So, let's talk about that for a second. Going back to lessons on labels, we can easily fall into that trap of adopting others' opinions and reacting to them right we adopt them as our own opinions on ourselves and so somebody could sit there and say something like they could call you fat right somebody can be very mean and rude and they could just call you fat call you a name and in that moment it can be upsetting and you can adopt that you could say well yeah they're right i am overweight and then we can add a ton of other thinking onto that and we can feel really crappy all because somebody said that to us And the thing is, is that we can't control what other people say to us. All we can do is not take it personally. And that's the goal here, is to be unapologetic for who you are, no matter what your size is or how you're eating right now, and realize that these are just opinions of others. They're not facts. And that's huge, huge to remember. And so for instance, this story I'm about to tell you has nothing to do with food, but it did shape my life for two to three years. And it's important to realize that that the opinions of others, it doesn't always have to do with food, right? But it can a lot of times deal with food and that might be why you don't eat intuitively and listen to your body. And so the goal is to notice this and see how this is showing up. And so the opinions of others can be something like this. When I was like 17 years old, I went to my brother's high school graduation and I wore this nice dress and heels. And my mom, who loves me so much, and I hope she if she sees this, she knows that I'm not upset, right, I've already talked to her about this a lot. I remember I was walking towards my family and she pulled me to the side. She said, Megan, you know, you're kind of walking like a football player in those heels. That's it. That's all she said. That's it. For the next two years, I didn't wear heels because of that comment. That one comment. Somebody I loved, somebody's opinion that mattered to me said something to me. And instead of saying like, oh, what do you mean by that? You know, or maybe I should learn how to walk in heels. I took it personally. I tied my self-worth to it. And I thought, oh no, I look like a football player in heels. So I can't wear heels if I want to find a boyfriend, right? I created this story and so that I didn't wear heels for two to three years. My mom didn't mean that, right? She wasn't trying to make it so I don't wear heels. She wasn't trying to give me like a complex around heels. She was just trying to be a loving mother and point out that I wasn't like swaying my hips, you know, like a girl or whatever she was trying to point out to me that to her, to her, I looked like I walked like a football player in heels. That was her opinion, one opinion out of like 7 billion. And I took it and I ran with it and I didn't wear heels for two years. And now while that's just heels, right? High heels, which I barely wear now because they're so uncomfortable, but it happens in all areas of life, including food and your weight. So maybe you go over to, you know, your family's house and your aunt is like, oh wow, you're going back for seconds? Just that, just that comment, right? It's not even an opinion, it's a comment. And then we have all this thinking that we put onto it. What does that mean? Should I not get seconds? Does she think I'm fat, right? And it can shape how what you do. Maybe now, every time you go to your aunt, you never get seconds. Maybe you don't even eat at your aunt's anymore because you don't want to deal with her comments. She said one thing, we take it so personally, it affects our lives, it creates our reality. So today we're talking about being unapologetic for who you are and not taking other people's opinions and adopting them as your own. And realizing that all opinions, including your own, Are not facts they're just opinions that's it so they don't have to shape your reality the more you realize it's just an opinion it's not a fact it's not scientifically proven right it's just an opinion some things are scientifically proven for instance if you are overweight or obese there are numbers that say you know if you're if you're in this weight range or if you're in this BMI you're considered overweight or obese so let's just say that's a fact that is a fact but then You put your own opinion on it. Oh, I'm a fat ass. Oh, I'll never be able to lose weight. Oh, I'll never find love. Nobody will love me at this side. I I hate my body, right? These aren't facts. These are opinions that nobody will ever love you at this size. The fact was that you are in the category of a BMI that's obese. The opinions you put on it are the things that you're feeling and you don't like how you feel in those moments usually. And all this can take you away from intuitive eating because when we don't like our body, when we are being told things by others, like their opinions about our body or our eating habits or anything, it can make it so that we want to make changes and we want those changes to happen instantaneously because to us, our self-worth is tied to them. And so if we're gonna be worthy of love, if we're gonna be worthy to be in our society and get a job or something, it feels like we have to lose the weight now. And so we need to do it quickly. It needs to be done so that we can get on with life. And so we go to extremes, we go dieting, we go calorie counting to like 1,000 to 1,200 calories a day. We, we skip meals and hoping for weight loss, right? And so the opinions of others can shape your reality, right? Because the perspective you put that you have in that moment when somebody gives you their opinion can be that of a victim or helpless. And then you want to, you don't want to be helpless. And so instead of just trusting your body, which has always done right by you, really, um, we don't trust it. And we go outside the body and we look for ways to change who we are or how we are because of somebody else's opinion or our own opinion about ourselves, which is still just an opinion. And now that opinion might feel like a fact because you keep telling it to yourself, but it's usually not a fact. It's usually an opinion. And so today, you know, while my main story was about heels, um, often the opinions that people give us based um, on what you eat or how you eat or how you look, they they stick with us. They can stick with us a long time. You know, I always remember being a kid and that saying of like, sticks and stones may break your bones, but words can't hurt you. Now I can't remember the saying. Sticks and stones can may break your bones, but words never hurt or something like that. Well, it's a lie, right? Like sticks and bones, yeah, they break your bones, but words hurt. Words can really hurt. They can stick with us a long time and we can shape our life around those words and we can do things, we can actually, do things in life specifically based off of one other person's opinion and if you don't like how you act and you want to change it, it can all stem down to realizing that you're acting on an opinion whether it's yours or somebody else's and all you have to do is not believe that opinion anymore or at least not take it so seriously and tie your self-worth to it and so the point of this with intuitive eating is that we want you to keep eating intuitively we want you to tune into that body slow down around food and trust yourself And it's very hard to trust ourselves when we've adopted the opinions of all these other people that are telling us that we're too fat or we're overweight or that, you know, um, that we're eating unhealthily or whatever people are telling you, it's usually their opinion, not a fact. They don't know the whole story. They don't know enough about you to make this opinion. And so you don't need to adopt it as your own or make it into your reality. And to keep eating intuitively and listen to your body, it comes down to not going to those extremes in our head of wanting that instantaneous gratification of quick weight loss because the quick weight loss never usually happens the way we want it to. It doesn't feel great and we usually gain the weight back. And so intuitive eating is going to help you listen to your body more, listen to hunger and fullness and slow down. All right, that is today's lesson. And your goal is to really just notice the opinions of others and how you might be taking them seriously and how that might be shaping your reality awesome job today, and I will see you in the next lesson. Have a great day.
0: Yes, Megan, you are just hitting it home with these sessions. I feel like they're just so relevant in this day and age of um, conforming and behaving and trying to just fit into all these molds that people expect one another to be in and how limiting and stripping away from the essence of of who we are and so how can we unlearn and um, not take things personally and um yeah it's it's good it's good stuff it's what uh what is the saying uh sticks and stones may break my bones but words may never hurt me you were so close (laughs) and that is the aspiration like sure you can beat me with sticks you can smash my bones with stones but your words, I get to control how they affect me. And even though I respect this person or admire that person or even admire and hold myself in a certain way, what are the opinions of these limited points of views? What, what good are they serving? Um, how can they be received so they bring us back to our truest nature of love? Bottom line. <laughs> So, what a great approach. I am unapologetic when I just feel into releasing all of the opinions that others have and that I have around my body. Space. I just feel lighter. It's so nice. So, it's a process, it's a practice. Um, Yeah, no doubt. Okay, diving into our healthy habit for today, or this week, it's been a long journey of drinking more water. And today we are aiming for 55 ounces of water. I am fresh out of water today, which is kind of a good thing. Working up to our daily goal of 65 ounces. So... Feel free to spruce up your water with some, something extra today to inspire you to sip a little extra down as we continue to work on our healthy habit of drinking more water. Today's wise words come from Evelyn Treboli, who said, "Just because someone makes an inappropriate comment does not make it." True If you have your journal handy, go ahead and whip it on out and take a moment to let go of anything that anyone has said to you that was hurtful and that may still be weighing you down. What are you still carrying around that other people have assigned on to you that just don't feel good? Feel free to breathe into it and release it on the exhale. And our journal prompt question is, how would life be different by releasing heavy opinions tied to your self-worth? Go ahead and give yourself a moment to journal on this. So for me, I would just naturally feel lighter and have more energy, let alone the gazillion healthy adjustments that would naturally occur with those two shifts alone. If opinions weren't tied to my self-worth, I feel like I would also be less inclined to judge and criticize others in a way where offense might be taken if i wasn't also taking things personally or um just just receiving opinions as truths so that's healthy i meant to say helpful (laughs) that's helpful that is healthy too it's helpful to see and to reflect on that so nice all right, grooving into our last inspiration of the day, our micro challenge, which is to do one thing, commit to one thing today that you will just truly enjoy. You, can, you may have already thought of something, something may have just immediately come to mind, like, oh yeah, that thing, maybe it just takes five seconds, maybe it takes five minutes, maybe it takes five hours, it doesn't matter, but what is one thing that you can be like, I am going to do this today, no matter what, because I know it's going to bring me joy. And that wraps up our intentional session on being unapologetic, living vulnerably and truly, and not apologizing for letting your raw, flawed, beautiful self be seen. Thank you so much for joining us today. Tomorrow, our intention is Break day, we have a rest day every seven days. We take a break and reflect and breathe. And tomorrow is also our Sunday community call. Once a week, we hop on a call, chit-chat with Megan and all the other inspired souls who are on this journey with us. And so if that's something you're interested in, you just totally join. It's totally open for anyone to join. So link's in the description to get involved. <clears throat> Till then, I trust you will just live in your truth today unapologetically and enjoy. Just enjoy. (laughs) Right on. Thank you again. I'll catch you later. Peace.